Welcome, folks, to the podcast today for May 10th, 2016. Pokemon, Sun and Moon, coming, end of the year. It has a date now. It officially has a date. It is November 18th worldwide, except not, because that's actually excluding the European release, which is November 23rd, because Game Freak hates me, and the Pokemon Company hates me, Nintendo hates me, and I'm never quite sure which one of them actually owns Pokemon, but there's a weird relationship there. I read about it once, and it's all over the place, and different people are responsible for different things, and it's like a split ownership thing. And lots of other factors going into who owns Pokemon. But that's me going on a detour from the fact that Pokemon Sun and Moon is coming. November 23rd in Europe. I resent all of you non-Europeans who get it earlier. Though I do have an American 3DS. In theory, I could download it if I liked. Actually, I might. We'll see. Because all of my other Pokemon games are American. So I can't really transfer Pokemon between those. I suppose I could trade between those games and my own. But that would take ages. I might actually do that, though. That's the weird dedication I have to making sure my Charizard from Fire, or from, yeah, from Fire, from Leaf Green even. My Charizard from Leaf Green, which was level 100 then, follows me all the way to as many Pokemon games as I can get it through. And my Torterra and my Lucario, those are my three level 100 Pokemon at the moment. I think I have another one, though I don't remember who it is. And I want to make sure I can transfer them all the way to, to the end of time. They will follow me into as long as I live. It's not the first level 100 Charizard I had, it's the second. I did have a level 100 Charizard, and I think my copy of Pokemon Red, though I'm not sure did I cheat and use my signal to get that, and that doesn't really count, that is cheating. I want to make sure my one from Leaf Green follows me till the end of time, because me and that Charizard are pals. His name is still in all caps, that's how, how you know how old he is, because if you notice, recent Pokemon games made the switch to names being capital letter and then lowercase, where they used to just be all caps, and that Charizard is still all caps. But back to Sun and Moon. The starter Pokemon were released this morning. If you haven't seen pictures of them, hunt them down because they're kind of adorable. There's three, obviously there's three, the usual grass, fire, and water. There is Rowlet, who is a flying grass type and also an owl. <laughs> and he has a bow tie that's made out of a leaf and it's super adorable. <laughs> I'm making myself chuckle. There is Litten, who is a fire kitten. I don't know why it's Litten other than for like young teenagers to make like lit jokes. It's like, oh, that Pokemon is lit. I, I hate the word lit. I can't, I can't imagine. I've never heard someone use lit in a sentence. I've never known anyone that actively uses it. But I can't imagine how someone says lit unironically. I've seen it written plenty of times. And even most of the time then I think it's ironic. But I can't imagine that coming out of someone's mouth and them lacking the self-awareness to realize they sound like a douche when they say something like lit. And yeah, he's a fire kitten. And there's also Poplio. Who is kind of a, a seal? Kind of kind of a seal? I think it's a seal. I don't know animals. It looks like a seal. Maybe a but a fish of some sort. Kind of a clownfish. It kind of has a clown looking thing going. Big kind of pointy nose, red nose, kind of the frilly neck thing that you'd see on clowns. Those are the three starters. They were revealed this morning. Undeniably Rowlet is the most superior. I usually lean toward the fire type, generally. Like I would have picked Charmander. Actually, I, I think I favor Chikorita over Cyndaquil. Definitely Torchic. Torchic is definitely the, the the starter of choice from the Hoenn region. Sinnoh, I wasn't a huge fan of Chimchar, but Infernape is pretty cool. If you'd asked me to pick a starter, I'd probably pick P Piplup. Unova, actually, Unova had three goodens. Though I didn't like Superior, and I didn't really like Embor, and I didn't really like Samurai. I didn't like the final evolutions of any of them, but like Snivy, Tepic, and Oshawott are all pretty awesome. And then Kalos had Jespin, Fennekin, and Froakie. And I did, like, a Psychic Firefox. Who doesn't favor the Psychic Firefox? If you don't, you're, you don't like Pokemons. So yeah, we have our Litten and Poplio. 
and I will be picking uh, Rowlet. Rowlet? It sounds like Growlith, except the way Growlit says it is like Rowlet. <laughs> anyway, um, X and Y was based off of France. I think Black and White was based off of like San Francisco. It had bridges and all that kind of stuff and kind of the US based. Sun and Moon has a more tropical feel. It's based on Hawaii as it that like the land is called Aloha. So it's it's pretty obviously based off Hawaii, which is pretty cool. I, I like that as a feel. It reminds me of Lilo and Stitch when I was watching it. I thought I was like the idea that the Orange Islands where they were moving between island and island and like doing well I, I didn't like the challenges as part of gyms as part of the Orange Islands but that that uh, that aesthetic you know taking both my island island and that tropical feel lots of trees and water and fun though people didn't like um hoeing the hoeing games Ruby and Sapphire because they had too much water so maybe they'll dislike this one because it has too much water too I'm looking forward to these games there's uh it would appear there's more customizality customization customizality isn't a word stop making up words on the podcast car um it would appear there's more character customization which I think is a pretty neat touch you're not kind of locked into rigid character appearances also there was an item in X and Y called the Strange Souvenir with the description, an ornament depicting a Pokemon that is venerated as a protector in some region far from Kalos. And if you look at it, the the kind of sprite little item thing looks kind of like a, a tiki statue, which I think would fit in with the kind of tropical Hawaiian feel. And it would be nice, a nice little touch if they, you know, put an item that is useless in X and Y. It, it has no use. And you can move it over to Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, I think, if you like. It's useless in, in those games, but it eventually has a use. And if you got it in those games, you can move it into Sun and Moon. That's I think that's a pretty neat idea. I assume that's what they're planning to do. I assume they don't have an item that's there that does nothing for no reason. That wouldn't be the first time Pokemon games and games in general have items that do nothing. I hope, the, I hope the games have some some new ideas because I think the Pokemon games are desperately in need of new ideas. I'll do a full preview and no doubt a review when the game comes out in November. That will be later than everyone else's review because we don't get it at the same time. Bitter. I think that happened for most of the reasons. I know Black and White, we got that late. I think we got Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire a little late too. So, god damn it, Pokemon and Nintendo. Get me my Pokemon games at the same time everyone else gets their Pokemon games. So yeah, I'm picking Rowlet. Who are you picking? Hit me up on Twitter, at GaryKidney, G-A-O-R-E-T-T-K-I-D-A-N-Y. Thanks for listening to podcast today for today, May 10th. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Testing the podcast, I'm testing the podcast, testing the podcast, testing the podcast, try not to move the microphone, that isn't good for actually recording podcasts, I need to actually, you know, I ran out of song.